All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. You got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcasting. And welcome to a very special episode of your podcast. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today, and I'm joined by the ever-wonderful Gary Schaller. I'm Gary Schaller, and I'm joined by the ever-wonderful Ken Mills. And I'm joined by Gary Schaller. So thank you for... joined by Ken <laughs> So it's good to be here. It's good to be anywhere. We hope that you're having a, a good day out there in, in KISS land, uh, anybody that's uh, checking out this episode of Podkiss, this is not your standard stash, as they say, right? This is not your typical kind of podcast. But something really cool happened in the world of Kiss, and something I never thought I'd live to see the day of, right? Yeah, I mean, this is something, this is the stuff of legends. Right. At this point, uh, now that this video has leaked, the, the next Holy Grail, I think, would be something like... Um, the uh, thrills in the night video that never, uh, you know, the, the one with them in suits and stuff, mm-hmm. right? But we're, yeah. but what we're talking about is none other than what this is. Uh, you can you were saying before like a, a video that you never thought you'd you'd live to see. Right. We're talking about this is the famous eye video that we've seen pictures of in the past, and it looks like they're playing at the Fortress of Solitude. There's all these ice things about. We never really understood what was happening, and now we're able to see it. And I know that uh, for a while this this was up for auction. This clip was up for auction, and uh, it was saved in, from a fire sale, shall we say? You know, if you know the story, you know the story. If you don't, you don't. And thankfully, Julian Gill got a hold of it, and then it wound up in the hands of some some good people, and they decided to share it. And on the Kiss My Boots, a Kiss bootleg collecting podcast, Andrew Scambetti and Jason Herndon brought this video to the world. Now, let me just be fair about this. Okay? Mm-hmm. They have a podcast about a band called Kiss, mm-hmm. and they played a video by Kiss on their podcast. We have a podcast in which we're playing, we're going to be discussing, doing commentary on a video that was played on a podcast about KISS. Right. What we're hoping to inspire people to do is make a podcast about KISS podcasts on which they do commentary on our commentary about that KISS podcast playing about, a video by KISS. Yeah. So we want someone to do a podcast about the podcast doing commentary on Kiss My Boots, <laughs> playing I, while right. we talk about I. Right. And all that needs to happen next to complete the circle is at some point, Kiss have to release a song that is about podcast, Kiss podcasts. Right. It's got to happen at some point. Right. right. So anyway, forgive us being silly, but actually we don't care if you forgive us for being silly. It's what we do. We're having fun here. And if you're not having fun with Kiss, you're not doing it right. Right, Gary? Well said. Yeah. 
And let's welcome Andrew Scambetti to the podcast. This is Andrew Scambetti from Kiss My Podcasts, and you're listening to Podcast, the original Kiss fanzine for your ears. Turn it up. And we welcome to the podcast someone that's no stranger to the podcast listening audience. You've been with us since what, episode four or five? Something like that. Yeah. And I think if I wasn't on an episode, I know I did a bunch of stuff for Gary initially right. to get like Tommy right. Thayer on the air when I worked at the Kiss Coffee House. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Scambetti. Good to be back. It's great to be back here. Always good to be on podcast, the original Kiss podcast, if you can believe that. And look at look at where the tree has grown. And you guys, both you and Jason Herndon, you're both doing uh, Kiss My Wax and now Kiss My Boots. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny how it all started. It started really naturally. There was a vinyl collecting page about a year mm-hmm. and a half ago, two years ago that started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were kind of unhappy with a lot of the things that were going on within that page. So we wanted to start our own. And then Jason started the own page, you know, invited all the, the good collectors at first. So we were kind of talking about what are we going to do to make this different or what are we going to do to make this, uh, you know, better. So talked about a couple of rules that we wanted to do. And then I was like, hey, why don't we do a podcast in addition to this? Mm-hmm. So we brought on Tom Shannon to kind of be the backbone and to be the guy that had a lot of the information that none of us had. Because, you know, Tom is, is I wouldn't call him an untapped resource anymore because – Tom has shared all of his knowledge with all the vinyl collectors. So mm. we got together. We wanted to do that. I was pretty busy at the time with a lot of other things. So I had to take a leave of absence from Kiss My Wax. It wasn't a bad thing. None of us got in a fight or anything. And you could tell because Jason and I started Kiss My Boots, which is a, a bootleg podcast. Plus there's that other relationship, the secret one we don't the talk about. The secret one. It's you know, Just like it, on the T- Tom Snyder show. Past the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> take a, you take a left there. So, and then um, there's going to be a, a third one called uh, Kiss My Collectibles where we just talk about, you know, collectibles. So we're uh, trying to make a family of podcasts. So and you can check them all out at kissmypodcasts.com. Hmm. Uh, like a network within a network. Hmm, I like wonder, a network within a network. I wonder where did I get that idea that? from? Hmm, I wonder. And, you know, it's interesting that you talk about Kiss My Boots and everything because back on Podkissed Episode 70s, a young, a young little tiger, a young little cat, Andrew Scambetti said, let's do a show about Kiss bootlegs all the way back on podcast number 70. And you were kind of the quarterback of that episode. So Yeah. And I did cool. the same kind of episode on the Kiss FAQ yes, podcast. Yes, you did. And a lot of the feedback I got personally, like, you know, the podcast and the Kiss FAQ podcast, it always gets positive feedback. But a lot of the feedback I got myself was like hey you know a lot about these bootlegs Uh so i just i thought i was like well maybe i can make a format on just bootlegs and um we have an episode that's going to be coming out here in in a couple weeks that'll be our third episode our third full-length episode where we'll talk about all the different uh cobalt hall 76 shows there's a lot of great information in there so i'm not going to tell you what's in there but there's a lot of great information um that's going to be in that episode Uh well today gary and i are going to do a a bit of a review of our take on the i video, the the famous saved from burning i video. Wait, there's an i video? What are you talking about? Yeah, never, there's an i video out there, and <laughs> you guys showed it on your show, and you can see the whole thing on Kiss My Boots. What's the name of the episode? It's called uh, it's just a Kiss My Boots special episode. It's called I Believe in Me, 
you can yes. get the uh, the name hasn't been changed yet, but um, you can find Kiss My Boots on the Kiss My Wax YouTube channel as well as the Kiss My Wax iTunes channel. It's very soon just going to be changed to Kiss My Podcasts, and mm-hmm. it's going to hold all of our shows in one place. Very good. Do you realize that Podcast Seventy was done in June of 2013? Are you kidding me? It's been that long. I'm getting old. And me too. We're talking about Kiss for for ten years now. And you kids, can you believe off, there's man. still more to talk about? There's, it is, it is amazing. And not only that, you know, every once in a while people say, "Well, don't you know? Don't you hate the guys over at the Kiss FAQ podcast? And what about this Jason Herndon guy? And what about those Three Sides guys? And you gotta, you, you gotta be mad at those Pot of Thunder guys or the, you no. know, uh, no. It, I everybody... don't think any of us dislike each other because all of us have been on the other person's show. Exactly. It, it is fantastic. And it's great to be part of this with you. Seriously, yeah, you've you've yeah. been you've been with us for pretty much ten years, buddy. So yeah, yeah, you know, you were one of the first guys that were like, "I think your show's neat," and all that stuff. <laughs> so I'm saying to you, "I think your show's neat," and all that stuff. Right back to you. So oh, keep it up. I, I appreciate it. that. I'm just glad that there are people out there that want to listen to us yammer on about kiss bootlegs. You know, we didn't know how well it was going to do, but people love it and. Uh, People flipped out when we shared that i video. I, I don't think anybody knew that we were going to do that. Could you tell us a little bit of how it came to be in your hands? There's a there's a really good story that that's behind this. And there was an article published on Decibel Geek, who is another friend of the podcast family. Mm-hmm. Who um, he actually covered the story pretty well. He basically said that the Umatic tape, which uh, for all you non tech heads out there, the Umatic tape was something that was a higher quality beta tape. Mm-hmm. That was something that came from a studio. So when something was made for broadcast quality or for duplication quality, it was on a Umatic tape back mm-hmm. in the you know the seventies and eighties. Right. So the Umatic tape was in possession of Kurt Gooch, who is uh, no stranger to the bootleg collecting or the Kiss collecting community. He uh, wrote that great book of Kiss tour dates. The original tape that Kurt had, he wanted to auction it off, and uh, it ended up being in the hands of Julian Gill, who runs Kiss FAQ. Uh-huh. And Julian wanted the wanted this actual video because he wanted to try to give it back to Gene and Paul so he can get an interview with them for his upcoming Elder Book, Odyssey. Now, the right. interview didn't happen for one reason or another, so kind of after Julian sat on it for a while, he was like, well, you know what? I don't really need this anymore, so uh, I'm going to sell it. So... When Julian put it up for sale, we all a very small group of us came together. Jason, myself, and uh, you know a couple others who are going to and they're going to not divulge any names until proven innocent or guilty, however you want to say it. Uh, we all came together and we purchased it from Julian. We decided that after we purchased it, that this is something that we should share and should be seen. So we decided to uh, use that and uh, not only promote the iVideo, but hey, uh, because I learned from Gene Simmons, promote our show too. So mm-hmm. we did that as well. Absolutely. So, That's... so there you go. And this all came together so quickly. It wasn't like it was something that was working on for months or we premeditated it for months. It was like one, I think it was, I think it might have even been Thursday night where we first started talking about it. And we're like, hey, I think we're going to try to do this. And then Friday, we're like, all right, well, can we do this? And then, boom, we had it Saturday morning. And then uh, we released it Saturday night. So it it was really something that we just kind of like, we're going to do this. All right, it's done. And here we are today. Fantastic. 
Well, I'd like you to please pass it along to Jason Herndon and anybody else involved in that new little uh, elder roundtable, if you will, <laughs> uh, since we're all rings on the elder door. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, please, uh, please pass this along to everybody. Thank you. We also want to thank uh, Julian Gill for it being in his hands for a time. Uh -huh. And like I'm going to say a little bit later, I'll say it now. I honestly thought I would die without seeing this video. Yeah, and, you know, me too. I didn't even know that it existed. I thought that it was just a myth, or I thought that it was never edited. Maybe it was shot, but never edited. I mean, I didn't know. There's things, there's movies that are shot. There's albums that are recorded. There are so many things that happen without public knowledge or without ever being finished. So I just thought, hey, this was never finished because Kiss really doesn't like this era. So... I thought it was one of those things that, hey, this is, this probably doesn't exist. So, but to my surprise, it does. And we want to encourage you to go over to please give them the deets. Of course, the <laughs> links will be in the show notes, but... Links will be in the show, but you can, you can visit uh, kissmypodcasts.com. Kissmyboots.net is a direct link to just kiss my boots. Kissmywax.net is a direct link there. You can go to the Kiss My Wax YouTube page. Now, typically, all the shows are on YouTube and on iTunes, but this special episode is just a YouTube only. It's a special episode, I Believe in Me. So go look up Kiss My Wax on YouTube, and you'll see it right there. And be prepared to see I in all of its glory. <laughs> and see why they never released it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, it's, I think it's awesome myself. I, you know, I, I watched it a couple times and just remember what was going on around that time, too. Oh, you absolutely. had Judas Priest was really big. Mm -hmm. You had all these other bands that were really big and, you know, kind of making other videos. This was still pretty cheesy when you put it up against to the contemporaries at the time. So I don't, maybe something needed to be completed on this. Maybe like additional things were going to be added. I mean, we don't know. We don't know how far along in the project that this was abandoned shelf. I'm wondering if it just came down to the fact that there were people at the label who, like, said, I don't think we should pour any more money or time into this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and if you do, I mean, if you had a lot of those early Kiss Vision compilations that came out in the 90s, there was a version of the iVideo that was on there, but it was a mm -hmm. version that was just clips yes. of, all, of all live shows. And um, there was a small clip of I being performed at the end of the video, which is not in this video. That small clip at the end of that video was actually from Solid Gold. Yes. So we, we once again want to encourage you to go over to Kiss My Boots and say hello to the Warriors 3, Brian Salzano, Andrew Scambetti, and Jason Herndon. Yeah, and you also remember Brian Salzano from... The late 90s, he used to run the video spotlight on the great Kiss Asylum yes, webpage. absolutely. So none of us are strangers to this. That's right. So and be on the lookout for new episodes. We do about one a month. It's something really cool that we, uh, we hope people enjoy listening to it and watching as much as we do putting it together. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast once again. You are family here, <laughs> and uh, we love all the other Kiss podcasts and uh yeah, it's it, it's great to be here. You know, let me know if you got another roundtable going on because I think I remember a pretty hilarious episode, one of the uh, one of the times that I was on. Yeah, I, well. I think it was. Um, we were talking about I think Kiss. Maybe it was even Kiss 2014. It might have been two years ago at this point. But uh, always have a lot of laughs coming on podcasts. So absolutely. I, I enjoy being on here and I enjoy listening. Absolutely. Well, thank you once again, and we will be seeing you. Excellent. See you guys soon, and thanks so much. 
want to thank you, Andrew, for coming on the show. We want to thank everybody over at Kiss My Boots. Find them on YouTube and wherever fine podcasts are listened to, downloaded, or live on MP3. Right on. Thanks, fellas. And I'll tell you what. I mean, this video is so outrageous and so goofy and silly and fun. Uh-huh. I, I would almost go so far as to say that it's like you'd have a hard time not smiling and laughing while you watch it. And not right. necessarily in a mean way. Right. There's been some criticism leveled at it, but I don't share some of these criticisms. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to ask you to go to YouTube and go to Kiss My Boots. Do a search for Kiss My Boots. The episode is called Kiss My Boots, special episode, I Believe in Me. And we want you to tee it up to 3.30. That's your timestamp, right, Gary? Right. And if, you've, and if you're doing it right, on, on the left side, you'll see the lovely Andrew Scambatti, and he's going like this, mm, I'm Andrew. Mm, mm. And then on the right side is Jason. He's like, mm-hmm, that's right, I'm Jason. Right? So, so if you, Yeah, just, just, just like you're sitting over there going, I'm Gary Schiller, and I'm sitting over here going, you came real. You know. That's so, right. That's yeah. right. And, anyway, right? we love you guys. Great but, show, by the way. Yeah, great show. So we recommend you check them out. There really is a lot of love amongst the pod casting community and that's this this show would not be possible today without all of this so here we are so we want you to watch along with us so gary how how are we doing this three two one how are we doing it? yeah so hit pause on our show okay and open up your your youtube window or browser your internet typewriter as gene would call it yes Um, the internet typewriter right Cue up this episode of uh, Kiss My Boots, like Ken said, special episode, I Believe in Me. And then you're going to hit pause, advance the time to 3.30, okay? Three minutes, 30 seconds. I'll count up to three. One, two, three. And on three, we're going to hit play all together, okay? So it's not going to be one, two, three, play. It's going to be one, two, play, okay? So you're going to hit play when I get to three, all right? And Ken and I will be doing some talking. You'll hear the music low in the background. We thought we would give you a little commentary track on this very unique video. So, so here we go. So play this along is, at home, folks. That's right. That's right. Uh, this is the unreleased by Kiss, but released by the fans, video for I from the album Music from the Elder. And we're going to watch it in one, two, three. There's Eric Carr, slam it. And there's Kiss in the Fortress of Solitude. This uh, set reminds me of, you know, the, like the early footage of the Destroyer set where there was like an ice castle. Mm-hmm. But this is just completely over the top. It looks like an arts, uh, you know, an, an art school gone mad as far as the background. Yeah. The band is is in great spirits, and Ace is cool, and he's he's on top of it. Yeah, and it's funny you talk about Ace. Like he's always the one that we watch for, you know, in these things, isn't he? Like it. Look at Gene checking out this chick. Right. Okay, go on. Right. But no, all eyes are on Ace when it's an elder or creatures thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's kind of like the barometer. Now I'm just going to call out the the elephant in the room here and say that there are more people of color in this video than I have seen at 23 KISS concerts in my life that I have attended. <laughs> well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that afterwards. But, uh, 
I like the sky, by the way. I really love this. I mean, if they had this, had, if this had been a tour and mm -hmm. they had done that as the backdrop, that would have been a really hey. There's Ace he, getting licked. Right. That's a great. That's a great background. Yeah. What a cool stage that would have been. Eric Carr is on point. The thing that I hate about this video, and it's my only complaint about, oh, look at that chick, she's totally, Gene's going to get her. You know that's going to happen. We, we, I wonder who these people were. Random, off the street. Well, still, I mean, if, if, if Kiss says, hey, we're, we're going to make a video, you want to come in? You know, or I wonder if it was staffers of... Right. Know, that's interesting to think about that, yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing that I hate about this video is Gene's stupid uh, way of playing the bass. With oh, his fingers? Because fingers. Gene, a long time ago, look at Ace, I believe in me. Here we go. I love this. Look at this audience participation. Snap. Snap. We're going to fight the greasers. Here we go. <laughs> West Side Story. Right, right. That the jets chick. are in gear. Those oh, girls. She's, she's adorable. She, yeah, she's hot. So anyhow, um, the the thing about Gene, he would. I don't want to look at that head. Look at that Olivia uh -huh. and John headband. Uh -huh. Now no, Gene know, looks like say, he's riding a like, horse here. Like straight out of Xanadu. Yeah. It's, it's great. Look at it's, the like, it, like like Paul looks okay here, but when they they focus on Gene, the people that are carrying Gene are just going ape shit, right? Look at this. He looks like he's riding a horse. Yeah. Don't need to get wasted. Nace is over there. Look, check him out. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm floating. Look at Gene ride that horse. Awesome. And of course, we had guts instead of balls. Right. It's also cool to see Eric Carr front and center. You know, he's like, oh yes. Left the drum kit. He's like, I'm, I'm getting it in this. Love this. You feel it too, don't you? A lot of people have been critical of the audience but I think this is great yeah I think it's a super hype audience actually and people are super into it and they know the words yeah I wanna rock That's and good. roll roll great it's great wow amazing thank you Andrew and Jason gosh oh. You guys are yeah. great. Thank you so much. And Julian, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. Everybody that had a hand yeah. in this all along the way. We've met along the way. Hey, hey. Well, hey, what is what Beatle thing does uh, does it remind you of when he says, I want to rock and roll all night? All you need is love. Oh, end. yeah. As all you need is love is fading out and she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they do that over all you need is love. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I want to rock and roll, roll. Yeah, it's very cool. Wow. If, if I could go back in time, I would tell Gene not to do that stupid finger-picking, bass-playing, lip-syncing thing that he does. And Gene did that so that if he ever saw a clip, he would know instantly that he was lip-syncing, right? Is that really why? Yeah. Gene does a few things, what I'll call Gene identifiers. Like, he'll change his makeup for a certain night, so he'll be able to go back and say, this was at the L.A. Forum, this was the second night, this was, you know what I'm saying? He, he's talked about this. I never knew that he did it intentionally. Yeah. That's very interesting. I mean, I know, that, I know that there's things like, you know, the horns on the costume at the L.A. Forum where he can say, you could tell that this is the L.A. Forum because yeah. he's got the horns. But I, I never knew that that was something that he did on purpose. I mean, why would he need to know that he was lip syncing? Couldn't he just watch it and say, yeah, that's the track from the record? 
I don't know, but he's talked about that he did that because I always figured he did that with his fingers because just to look cool, like because you know look look what a fancy hotshot bass player I am, right? But it doesn't look cool. It looks weird. You're you're wondering if anyone ever watched that and said, "Oh, Gene, that Gene plays with his fingers. I'm going to play with my," right? Yeah, and then you try to play Kiss songs like that, and it doesn't really work. But, um, but I, I, I'm just, I'm just wondering if people at any point were like watching any videos by Kiss ever, and they went like, "That's not cool the way that guy plays that bass because it's supposed to be with a pick." You know, I just wonder. Right. right. Anyhow, so there's been a lot of brouhaha about the audience. Brouhaha. Uh, yeah, brouhaha. There's been a lot of brouhaha about the people that make up the audience in the i video. And some people saying, they're not real KISS fans. And you have to wonder, well, what do real KISS fans look like in 1981? A real KISS fan is a person who likes something that KISS did. Mm-hmm. That's really, I mean, if you, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, like, stretch it too far, but if you're one of the people in the audience at the at the I video, like, you're a part of KISS history. You are a part of the KISS army. You, you may not think so. I mean, you had a hand in KISS history. And keep in mind, KISS at this point was not about playing to the people they already had. Right. They were reaching out to be bigger. Yeah. You know, nothing is accidental when it comes to something like that. It's all very, very well orchestrated Mm -hmm. that you would have um, a very diverse audience, a very hip-looking audience. It's not – I mean, that audience doesn't look like the people who, you know, 12 months later or or give or take – were, I think, filling the seats, or, or not, as the case may be, in the arenas that KISS were playing on the Creatures of the Night tour, right? Mm. Uh, th- that's a very different-looking demographic. Uh, how they dressed, the color of their skin, also the gender. I mean, KISS is typically a white, you know, white middle-class male band, and that's a very... Uh, much more diverse and well-dressed audience than I think you would generally see at a KISS concert these, uh, in those days. Yes and no. I mean, I remember going to see the Dynasty Tour, and that had probably the most diverse KISS audience I ever saw. Interesting. Because at that point, KISS was for everybody. It was for everything. It was it was super KISS, right? Diverse, diverse in age, or diverse in age and... Yes, all all of the above, all of the above. It was like the fair came to town. There was no different, right? Just because the audience doesn't look like you doesn't mean they're not a KISS audience. Oh, absolutely. So that's, you know, one thing. And whether they were staffers or what have you, I see nothing wrong with that crowd. To me, there's nothing wrong with this video. Uh, It's a little silly. Like it kills me at the end. I want to hear the da, 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 the part where Morpheus, you have been. You know, I want to see the door, don't you? Yes. I want to yes. see the door. Yeah. And you have to wonder why this was never released. And the the only thing I can come up with, and this is not fact. This is my thoughts. Okay. We need to separate those two things. I think it was simply the fact that. Whatever juice the album had, it was done. Right. I think it's like the We Are One video that yeah. was uh, supposed to come out, right? A compilation of live footage from uh, from whatever performances. There was supposed to be a We Are One video. And then, mm-hmm. and, I, and from what I understand, it was supposed to focus 
similarly focus a lot on the kiss audiences right and uh that never ha- i don't i don't even think that was put into production necessarily but, right but i remember reading about the plans for it right um and i think similarly it was because the like you said the album ran out of juice i could just see them filming this and then just saying no we're never going to release this because it's such an abysmal uh, reception that the album received. Right. Then there's also this other thing. Back then, MTV was just starting, right? It was it, right. This, it was just happening. And the record companies were under this foolish, foolish impression that, well, if there's going to be videos, MTV will have to pay us to air them. And MTV had another idea. We'll just we'll just play the ones that uh, we think are cool and the ones that the record companies send us. And so anybody that had that idea of, well, we're just going to hold on to our video until you pay for it, got left in the dust. So right. this <laughs> could have been part of that whole thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were, there was no uh, firmly established business model that, w- right. that would have prompted them to, to release it. But it's weird. A friend and I were watching some YouTube clips, and they're getting into Alice Cooper, right? And yeah. I said, did you ever see Alice Cooper when he was New Wave or Punk? And I showed him a video from Special Forces, and then I showed them a video of Clones, which was a, you know, made... It's, it's an actual video. And I remember seeing that on Don Kirshner's rock concert, because this was before MTV and stuff like that, right? So, right. I remember there is a TV show called Pink Lady and Jeff. Do you remember that? No, no. It was horrible. Okay, just to set the stage, just a little more history than anybody's going to want. But since pretty much the dawn of television, the variety show was a staple, right? But it got a second kind of life when Sonny and Cher came on the air, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we had everything from Tony Orlando and Dawn. Then we had... <laughs> Donnie and Marie, and it seemed like that was the thing to do, and then even Shields and Yarnell, and there was a comedian named Jeff Altman, and they found this act from Japan called Pink Lady, and it was two Japanese girls. Now, if you're a kid of the 70s, you know this show. You know this show. And they they took a very funny comedian and a group that nobody ever heard of, because they were huge in Japan, it should work here, right? So we're going to team them up with this comedian that we have a contract for. He'll be the host, and they'll like do the things like, "Oh, Jeffson, we don't know what's going on. Please explain to us," you know, and stuff like that. And oh, wow. it would always get them. They would always get them in bikinis and stuff like that. And one time they even wore like Ace Frehley look-alike clothing. You know, like it. You know, I remember they would say, "Coming up on Pink Lady and Jeff this Friday." Cheap Trick's going to be on there. And I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy. And, yeah, and, and, it's like, and, ain't that a shame in 1980. And my friend and uh, my friend William Mertz and I, we we got together, and his stepdad was like, what are you watching this crap for? What are you ladies watching? You know, one of those kind of things. And, yeah. And uh, so any time we would watch anything cool on TV, we had to, like, go through the gauntlet of him, like, saying, girls your show's coming on and things like that ladies yeah it's like uh (laughs) anyway so we would turn on pink lady and jeff and we knew it was horrible but we were going to see cheap trick at you know 8 30 at night or whatever and so cheap trick would be there and it turned out it was just their videos that they shot for the dream police album 
And then the same thing happened when they said, and Alice Cooper's going to be on. And we're like, oh, Alice Cooper's going to be on Pink Lady and Jeff. And it was the clones video, which we had just seen like the week before on Don Kirshner's rock concert. So it was kind of a disappointment. But at this point, videos were becoming a thing. Nobody really knew what to do with them. Because outside right. of showing them on Don Kirshner's rock concert or the actual real intended use of the videos really started back in the days when the Beatles were, they would send clips to Ed Sullivan and they'd do an intro like, Ed, we couldn't make it, but here's our new single and da-da-da-da-da, right? Right. So that became a thing where if a band couldn't tour a certain place or get there, they would send a promotional video. It was like the Australia thing too, right? Before Kiss got down there, they would send this, this is like, you know, part of how like I was made for loving you and sure no something got so much airplay around the world is because mm-hmm. of those videos I think right yeah and here's yeah. a weird thing a lot of people don't realize it but attack of the phantoms they attached I was made for loving you yeah. and sure no something onto the beginning of that right yeah 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 so I was that was that movie yesterday by the way I'm just I'm going this is like I'm so glad to be recording this 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 morning with you, Ken, because I'm going through this. Uh, I mean, you know, my Kiss fandom never dies, but like, has never died, right? Like, like, but I'm going through this um, kind of resurgence right now in like Kiss nostalgia. I'm very like, uh, I just, he's born again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah! I just hallelujah! Got, uh, the um, Kiss meets the Phantom magazine off of eBay. I found a good deal for that, and I was like, oh, I love that magazine. I'm so stoked to get. It. I've never held it in my hands. I've never. Oh my read god. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's, so it's stoked the best. It. It's the best. Is Lisa in it, Lisa J? I don't think so. Ah. There's got to be a picture of her in there, right? I would, one would only hope. Yeah. Okay, hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Jane Persky, we love you. Did you know that Sid, this, uh, uh, by the way, now that you've mentioned uh, the uh, Jeff and Pink Lady and Jeff, of course, I'm going to now be watching every clip on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'll get into my straight jacket, as Gene says, but... Uh, did you know this is it's a Sid and Marty Croft show? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this, this is just crazy. But it was kind of this was around the time we were talking about variety shows. They were like running out of people to give variety shows to. Like they gave Ken Berry one, right? And uh, Mary Tyler Moore had one that flopped. Right. And David Letterman was one of the cast, as was Michael Keaton. By the way, I think that was nineteen seventy-seven or seventy-eight. So weird. Anyhow, but Linda Carter had a special, and they were just running out of steam with the whole variety show concept. So, I think the the closest thing that we have to it today, and you and I were talking about this before we started recording, is uh, Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner, <laughs> which is brilliant, by the way. I'm just going to go ahead and say unabashedly that that show is insanely cool. It's just so weird. There's just something very subversive about it. But yeah, this eye video, I, I mean, I have such joy watching it. I, I really love it. I think it's great. And I wish I, I wish I had seen it around the time that this album came out. I'm also just a big fan of this, like, like the period from 1979 to 1982 mm-hmm. of pop culture when the 70s was like, wait, 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 don't leave. Don't People leave. were trying to figure out what yeah. the 80s were going to be, right? Right. Yeah, there's even... Uh, I'm not a Wasp fan. Like, I don't know a lot about Wasp, but there's a great song that was uh, an unreleased Wasp Wasp song that was sometimes attributed to Kiss, falsely attributed, Mm -hmm. and it wound up on a lot of, like, uh, 
it was on some Kiss bootlegs, early, like late 80s Kiss bootlegs. And the song is called 1980s Ladies. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of all about like speculating what the 80s are going to be like and what women are going to look like in the 80s. <laughs> and, uh, and now but I we love know. This. Yeah, now we know. But they look like this if you watch the video. That that's what they look like. But it's a great period. It's so much fun. But unfortunately, I think it's easy to see how a band that's so um, enmeshed with the time period, like this, Kiss being a very 70s band, I think, really lost their way and and the elder is a product of that we are podcasters united we are podcasters against hate racism and discrimination we're using our voices to say no more no more hate no more racism no more discrimination i am ken mills from the podcast i am against racism i am james hager from podcast and i'm against racism i'm against discrimination and I'm against hate of any sort. I'm Christine Wolf from Zilch, a monkey's podcast. I am against hate. This is Scott Parker from the Zappacast, and I am against racism. I am against discrimination. I am against hatred, and I am against sexism, and I am in favor of love. And we are very proud to join forces with our fellow podcasters against hate. Remember, if you see something, say something. Podcasters Against Hate. More love, less hate. Basically, the rest of this episode is just us talking about videos and stuff like that. So you can turn it off now if you want, but we're, we're just going to continue on to talk about what we remember about this time. So, you know, it's weird, but you talk about how the transition of Kiss. Have you ever looked at, like, Leo Sayers or Matthew Wilder? Uh, Matthew Wilder, definitely, yeah. I love there's uh, a clip of Break My Stride, right? Yeah, there's a clip of him doing that on Solid Gold, and he's got this, like, weird mustache. Have you ever seen this clip? Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, you wonder, how did this ever happen? Because there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, you, you think they would say, like, we don't want that. On. We don't want that guy around our kids, because he looks like a complete weirdo. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I... Uh, a little creepiness there, let's say. It's the mustache. It's nothing you against know, Matthew Wilder as a person. It's just that mustache looked weird. Hey, who's I, the actor who played Mark Zuckerberg in the uh, Facebook movie? Looks uh, like his... That creep. I can't remember his name. He's in everything. Yeah, he's got to play Leo Sayer in the Leo Sayer movie. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Gary, you know, I thought since we had the video thing set up and we're, we've got our Magic Podcast headphones on and everything and we did the commentary track for that, I want us to watch a clip together. This is a video from Bruce Kulick, and <laughs> he put this on his Facebook page. And Bruce wrote, nice full song video of Tuesday's Love Gun performance. What's interesting is that five minutes before the show, Mitch Perry, the guitarist, didn't know Paul Stanley's parts. And I was like, huh? I said, I will do the chords then. But honestly, my first time ever doing Paul's parts live, and I'm hoping they were close enough. That's what jam night is like. you got to be ready for anything. So we're going to watch this video. We'll put it in the show notes, and we will also put it on the Facebook page. Gary, you haven't seen this yet, right? Oh, uh, no. Okay, you're going to see Bruce Kulik do some Paul Stanley moves. All right. I swear like, to God. This is... Uh, all right. Okay, so... Okay. It's all all right, right. So, so we're teeing this up on zero. The name of the clip is Bruce Kulik, Matt Starr, Wise Perry, Love Gun, Whiskey A Go-Go. So those are the keywords, and it's by Brook... It was put up by Brookville Bad Boy. So... Here we go. You ready? 
We're going to yeah, do yeah. the on three. One, two, three, play. So there's uh, the band jamming there. There's Bruce. Looking great. Pretty cool, huh? It's great. I love Bruce Kulick. Yeah, he is one of the classiest dudes. See him? Yeah. <laughs> he did some Bruce. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't normally see Bruce Kulick uh, doing that sort of thing. I love Bruce's sense of humor, too. Yeah, he's a very cool guy. Everything I could tell, that guy's a big guy. Yeah. And he was, uh, he was probably the first guest we had on the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Now, that's Ace's bass player, right? Is that right? Yeah. You see Bruce is having to uh, adapt. This is a pretty good version of Love Gun, actually. I mean, for, you know, a kind of thrown-together thing, right? Like, uh, <laughs> I love it. It's great. He's like, what? <laughs> Bruce is having fun. And he got married a couple years ago, and he's seemingly very happy. And he posted a lot of picture about his wife and him and all the loving. He, he, loves, he loves guitars. The guy loves guitars. Well, he plays them damn well. Yeah, he does. I mean, that was a, such an exciting time in Kiss, uh, you know, the 90s, early 90s Kiss with Bruce and Eric, because it was truly like, holy crap, they can do anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's great. It's great to see fun. Bruce. Band sounds good. Yeah. That singer's really putting some of the oh wows and stuff like that in there too. It's a great uh, strat guitar. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love that pearl fretboard. Yeah. Yeah. No, pick guard, pick guard, not a fretboard. Pick guard. Bruce really, I know it's a cheesy thing to say, but Bruce if it, it really makes it look easy. He does. And the guy is a freaking virtuoso guitar player, yeah. Damn. We were blessed to have him in Kiss. I think we've been blessed to have the level of coolness that we've had among people in Kiss, right. the, the 10 guys overall. Yeah, I was watching the video of uh, Kiss playing uh, Keep Me Coming on the Kiss Cruise. and just Oh, hello. What's that all about? That's, I hey. like. Hey now. Hey now. Love gun. Yeah, love, that's about love gun. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she looks like she walked right off the cover of the record. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah, it's a good video. Yeah. I like that backdrop too. That's cool. Yeah. Man, Bruce is always always seems like he's he's got his hand in something excellent, you know, just like a good night. Right. And he's a great ambassador for Kiss and 80s Kiss as well. 
I mean, he, yeah. And the thing about, uh, you know, we were talking about the the ten guys and Kiss and all that. Yeah. Bruce is one of the guys that uh, made it happen without ever putting the paint on. He's, you know. Yeah. He's really the only true human member of Kiss, right? The other ones were superheroes. But Bruce is my uh, Mark, right? If Mark was still around, I guess he yeah. would he would be the only other guy who Yeah. who never had a I mean, is that right? Right? Yeah. It was only Mark and he that never wore any paint, so Right. There you right. go. So that was cool. Yeah, very cool? good. So if you would like us to do this again, we I wouldn't mind opening up a YouTube clip and reviewing it every so often, would you? No, and somebody's got a here it's a little hint to everybody. Upload the full original Kiss Meets the Phantom to YouTube. And don't name it Kiss Meets the Phantom or you'll get in trouble. Name it Hey Ken and Gary over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not kidding. Okay. <laughs> Because, listen, here's the thing. At the end of every episode, we say, if you like what you hear on the show, go buy it. Support the people who make it. You cannot buy This Meets the Phantom as it originally aired. Right. And, 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 and in any capacity that would give Gene and Paul money. If, the, if, we, right. if you could, we would tell you to go do so. But the only legal copy of Phantom of the Park that you can own is Attack of the Phantoms in, in Kissology. And it's not the same movie. I like it. It's I, not the same. I think that you and I should do once a month, just pick a video and just do it. Yeah. Be it, yeah. you know, come on and love me or I was made for loving you and just, just do it in, you know, just a short little mini-sode. Yeah. Uh, I think that we, the, the commentary on the video for Shandy uh, is one that I'm looking forward to doing. There's so much that's perfect and amazing and you, hilarious you, about you, that You video. just want to make me cry. Uh, well, always, always. Yeah, but uh, at least it's not about Shannon the dog. That anyway, my dog. Oh Jesus! Oh my God! She did pass away, by the way, uh, about six months ago. Oh, oh, sad. I'm not even considering this an actual podcast episode. This is like hanging with Ken and Gary today. So we hope you enjoyed it. Absolutely, and, and please, uh, please check out "Kiss My Boots." Mm-hmm. Check out. Uh, kissfaq.com and and listen to more podcasts because we're going to keep doing it so you have to listen coming up the elder side one and side two with a star studded panel and we i'm also going to have somebody who's got a phd who's never listened to kiss before who i made listen to the entire elder album and we're going to discuss it she's she's going to give us her take on it what is her PhD in? Masochism. No. Getting, get, getting it on. PhD in getting it on. Dr. Love. Yeah, I always say I'm Dr. Love. I got a, I got a PhD in getting it on. I got a PhD in getting it on. See, I think that could be a song. I I think it is a song. You just wrote it. It's and it, it could be a thing like, or you could like go like the Limp Biscuit kind of thing. I got a PhD in getting it on. You know, that sort of thing. Somebody's Actually, you know like gonna about, take that, and you know I, like I just lost thing? a million dollars. You know what? You know what I like about that. Thing? What? Oh. oh. You don't like anything Limp Biscuit ever did. Um, I like the stuff between the songs. The spaces in the album. Yeah, very cool. The spaces in between. Well, thank you for listening to your podcast. I'm Ken Mills. I'm Gary Shaller. And we'll see you on another one. Be good. Rock and roll. And if you're not enjoying Kiss, you're not doing it right. 
Word. All right, we'll see you, buddy. Bye. Awesome. That was good. And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late, great Eric Carr, and the late, great Mark St. John. You are KISS, and we are your army. Podcast is created by the KISS Army for the KISS Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podcast is not affiliated with KISS or any of its members past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podcast crew, Thank you for listening to Podcast, the KISS fanzine for your ears. Okay, now, let's cut the shit. Now, let's yeah. be real, okay? <laughs> if you fuckers do one more show, we're coming after you. Bite me. Okay, because all these other podcasts can kiss my ass. Bite that's, me. I, I'm saying it. Just They can all go rot in hell. Bite me. Just friggin' bite me. S-A-D- Eat a bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> S-A-D-P-Y-T, buddy. Right back at you. <laughs> That'll be hilarious. That'll be hilarious. <laughs> this is a my bad kind of scenario. Totally. I had no idea you couldn't light a car on fire in Los Angeles. Now we know. Can't burn a car anywhere, actually. Oh, you, oh, you, yeah, can. you can. I've burned like 40 cars, never been arrested you should, you should. It's a great way to get rid of evidence. Yeah. Probably shouldn't tell me that. We're on the same team here. We're, we're detectives. For now, when we solve our friend's murder, we will become vigilantes. Yes. That's illegal. You can't be a vigilante. Why? Why? Batman does it. There's no such thing as Batman and being what? a vigilante. What? You are so wrong. If you go to Gotham right now, Batman is is taking the line to his own hands. Batman is a fictitious character. Batman is the alter ego of Bruce Wayne. Who's who's a real person. Obviously. In the movie, he's a real... In the documentaries. I'm sorry? There's like a million documentaries about Batman. There's one from the 70s, and then there's some from the 90s, and they just had three in the last, like, decade. There's like three new documentaries about Batman. Do you have any idea what the term documentary means? Yeah, non-porno movies. With with real people. English patient. You guys belong in a mental institution. That's how we met, actually. It was lovely. Look. We're great at that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, we are amateurs. Yeah, I make all the sex sounds with my mouth afterwards. <laughs> Squish. Ooh. This place oh. is nice. Right? I'm glad you wore your nice flip-flops. <sighs> Stay frosty, man. Okay.